When it seems that evil is winning, there's one thing that we should never forget. We'll talk about it today on a daily Bible study with Pastor Mark. Luke 22 is a tough chapter to read because if you were reading this like a book, like a a novel, and you didn't know what was coming, well, you could look at this and go, man, it doesn't look good for the good guys. Like it looks like the evil guys are really going to win in this particular story. So you get a little nervous. And when you read through this long chapter, and it is quite the chapter, you're going to see a lot where that Satan has an advantage, that Satan is winning. It starts at the beginning of the chapter where you have one of Jesus' 12 disciples, one of his closest followers, Satan tricks him into betraying Jesus. So that's how it begins with Judas's agreement to betray Jesus. Then you have Jesus having the Passover with his disciples where he institute the Lord's Supper. And it's up in that room where it seems like that Satan on some level gets a hold of all of the guys because they're all arguing over who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So they're not really practicing a tremendous amount of humility in this situation. So it seems like that Satan's kind of winning there in, in the hearts and minds of Jesus followers where they may not betray him like Judas did, but we know that they're getting set up for denial, that they're going to deny him. They're going to turn their backs on him. They're going to run from him. Jesus actually predicts this and it comes to pass just as he said that it was going to. So it appears that Satan is winning. Then you have the disciples, the three of the closest ones, Peter, James, and John go up with Jesus to the garden of Gethsemane where they're praying and and Jesus is mostly praying and he keeps waking them up and telling them to pray that you'll not enter into temptation. So their flesh is winning in this chapter, not their spirit. And then you have the betrayal and the arrest of Jesus. And you have Peter actually denying the Lord. And Jesus is mocked and taken before the council, falsely accused. I mean, it's just a lot of negative things in this chapter that we know God turns for good. But I want to leave you with something to think about, which is that you have this chapter where it just appears in the whole chapter that Satan is winning. He's, he's getting victory after victory after victory. But you have the words of Jesus in verse 31, which is what I want you to focus on today as you read through the chapter. And this is what verse 31 says. Simon, Simon. Now, this, the fact that he says it twice means that he has sympathy, that he, he has compassion towards Peter. He knows what's coming. He cares about Peter. And so the fact that he repeats it is kind of a caring sign or a sign of, of love for Simon. He says, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demanded to have you that he might sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. What this verse really tells us is that in what verses 31 and 32 tell us is that Satan could not do anything without Jesus' permission. So he had to get permission first. He's not more powerful than Christ. And so when he says, Satan demanded to have you, that he might sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you. 
in other words, he asked for permission to do something to you to totally pull you from the faith, but I have prayed for you. It's not going to happen. It doesn't mean that he didn't backslide, that it, it didn't mean that he wasn't going to deny the Lord, but he wasn't going to completely turn his back on Christ. And that's why Jesus says, when you have turned again, so there's going to be this time of renewal, a time of repentance where you come back to me, you go and strengthen your brothers. Just remember that Satan may appear to be winning, but he can't do anything outside of permission from God. So he desires a lot, and there's a lot worse things that Satan would desire to do in the world, but ultimately he can't do anything outside of the permission of God. So even in this dark chapter, Jesus gives a word to us that says, yeah, it's dark, but in the end I win, and in the end Satan is is not all-powerful. I am all-powerful, and if you're with Christ, you're on the right team. You're on the winning team. So remember that and be encouraged about that as you go through your day today. Lord, we thank you for your word. And we thank you that even in this dark chapter, we are reminded of who you are and your power and your might. And we're grateful that you're greater than Satan. Thank you for loving us, making us a part of your family, giving us the Holy Spirit to help us fight our battles day by day. Help us to live for you, we pray. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. I'll talk to you tomorrow.